Thank you for downloading the NY Balls podcast. If you'd like to contact the authors of this podcast, Andrew Schwartz and Brian Schwartz, please email us at ny.balls.podcast at gmail.com. Part two of the NY Balls NFL Lines podcast. If you haven't downloaded week one, it doesn't really matter. You're out of order, but you might just miss a couple of jokes. Yeah. You can go back and listen to the other one. But thanks for downloading us uh, on just iTunes a, or on the internet. Just and subscribe make sure you to us on iTunes. To listen. Just yes, subscribe just to us on iTunes because then you can't miss it. It's going to be downloaded yeah. for you whenever there's new NY Balls goodness. Yes, and uh, thank you for listening and tell your friends or tell our friends or family and Please listen. Tell us what you think. Tell someone. Tell someone at work. That's how you spread it out. We don't get. That's we right. Got to get rid of this this podcast incest. We need to spread out. Because people need things to keep them busy at work. Yes. They need. To, they love things to listen to. I listen. And if they have some kind of personal connection to it, then they'll definitely listen to it. I listen to a stupid like three hour morning show every day on my iPod. Like. See, isn't it isn't it nice though? If you you know one of the things like you listen to sports radio, you call in, but you never get through. Like it'll be cool. You could actually get involved in our podcast. Yeah. You can write in. You can. We will. If you write to us, we will talk about what you wrote about. If you call us, we will talk about what you called about, and we will throw you on there as a celebrity picker. If you want. Yeah, if, you up, if you call up, if you call up, we will put you on hold and then tell you to turn your radio off. Though when you do come. <laughs> We don't want to hear the reverb. Right, we don't have that kind of technology yet. Other than that, though, we're good. All right, let's let's. Uh, that was a nice little uh, smattering of uh, just kind of idle talk there to start it off. We're gonna hop into the actual games though, uh, and the first one on the second half of our slate here is Atlanta at New Orleans. Um, very interesting game here to pick. Kind of, I don't know the teams that people really aren't sure about. How they how they feel about them yet? I, I don't think. How do you feel, Brian? I feel good, just That's generally good. speaking, uh, yeah. about this game. Atlanta, New Orleans. I don't know. New Orleans didn't look great last night against San Francisco, but it was a tough game. They have a good defense. Monday night on the road, but they did have like eleven days to prepare. I really thought they'd come out and, and beat them. Uh, now with Reggie Bush out, Sean Payton said that he really is like a linchpin in their offense. That he really spreads the field, and he allows them to do a lot of different things. So they're going to have to adjust for a little while. I'm not really big on Atlanta. I think they beat up on a an Arizona team that doesn't know what the heck is going on yet, that has a weak link at the most important position. So, uh, And it seems like Michael Turner's healthy. So I like the Saints in this game. I like them by a fairly big spread. I actually had six, but I upped it to seven. Okay. I think it's going to be the Saints by a touchdown with the extra point, the conventional way. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I I, uh, I have a lot of the same feelings you do. I, I think, uh, you know, New Orleans is – they're having just – I don't know. They're just not quite in sync yet. I, I don't really know how to describe it on offense. I mean, there's, there's flashes, but for some reason, something's a little off there. Um, I, you know, we both haven't liked Atlanta. I still don't love them. Um, but it should be interesting. I, I think this is going to be the game that really uh, 
tells us what type of team they're going to be this year um, by their showing here because they, they played a Pittsburgh team on the road that we're really not sure what Pittsburgh is yet either. Um, and, and then, you know, we do know what Arizona is and they're, they're, they kind of suck. Um, I went a little lower with you. I, I went six and a half for new Orleans. Um, just because I, I don't think it was going to be quite a touchdown. Um, just because of the struggles they've had. And I, I think some people will be a bit apt if it was that high to maybe take Atlanta. And the actual line is four for this game, four points. So I'm it's kind of low. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why it's that low. I guess people really like Atlanta more than we think. And I guess people think that the loss of Reggie Bush makes a big difference. But wow, that is re- that is not high. No, no, that that's the definition <laughs> of low. Actually, It's not high. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take New Orleans here. Um, I think that's a very low line for them at home. Um, I know, like you just said, Reggie Bush is out, but I, I think they're going to win this game. I think they'll win it fairly comfortably. I, I, I'd i like to see Atlanta try to play from behind here to try to catch up to them. I like New Orleans, too. The only thing I'm worried about is this is the first time that Atlanta, that New Orleans isn't in the spotlight in like eight months. I mean, you think about it. Every playoff game nationally televised, Everybody's watching, all eyes on you. So that's the divisional game, the conference championship, and the Super Bowl. They opened on Thursday night, and then they played on Monday night. I'm just kind of worried about them playing their standard Sunday 1 o'clock game, blending into the schedule. Uh, And the game does mean a little bit more to Atlanta. But I just don't think Atlanta – I think Atlanta is more the team we saw against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. is going to have trouble, that Matt Ryan's going to have trouble against a an opportunistic defense. So uh, I like the Saints with only four points. Well, I I don't know. I don't agree with you on that. I, I mean, I, I, agree with, I, I agree with your pick. I just, I, I don't think the game's going to have much effect on them at all, to tell you the truth. I'm just worried about it. I, I don't think they will anyway either, but I, I think there's a chance that, that it's going to be weird for them not to be the center of attention. Uh, yeah. But next game we have uh, Washington Redskins after a devastating blown game to the Houston Texans mm-hmm. uh, look to heal their wounds against the Steve Spagnuolo coached St. Louis Rams. What yeah. do you have as your line? Well, I, I think Washington is going to be a favorite here. Um, St. Louis, I mean, they, they played pretty decently on the road against Oakland, but it's Oakland. Um, I think Washington, I, I, I really think NFC, some of these NFC East teams, you can almost add like half a point to them. People like to bet them. Um, and they played Houston well. I know they're at home. So I think they're going to be a favorite here. I don't think it's going to be a, by a lot, though. Uh, I think it's going to be just two and a half. Yeah, I don't know what to think because Washington was underdog in their first game at home to Dallas. And then underdog in their... <sighs> Second game at home to Houston. Uh, their defense was impressive in the first game. Their offense was impressive in the second game. I think St. Louis is the type of team you play and you put a complete game together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little worried about going this high because their last two lines, like I said, have been low at home games. But I'm going to say Washington by seven. Oh, wow. Okay. The, I don't, the Rams are just – they're not a good team. They don't get any respect from the odds makers. So I think that Washington's going to be getting a lot of points. 
Um, the actual line is three and a half. Oh, boy. Yeah. Low line here. Low line. Uh, but I can tell by your pick. Uh, well, let me ask you. Who do you think you're going to take here? I'm a little torn. Yeah. The Rams are, are close. Uh, they're getting there. Yep. They. I mean, not that Oakland's a good team, but when you're a rookie quarterback and you're playing on the road, uh, any win is a good win. And they really had a chance, except for a, a stupid penalty, to beat Oakland. Uh, and in the first game, they had the ball with a chance to win against Arizona as well, or a chance to tie. So they have been playing well, but I think Shanahan's too good of a coach. Uh, if Washington considers themselves a playoff contender, this is the type of game that you have to win, and you have to win convincingly. So I'm going to take Washington three and a half. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take St. Louis here, and uh, I'm going to give a kind of irrational reason but uh, part of it's because I agree with you. I think they're kind of starting to put things together a little. But here's some reasoning. I, I think Spagnola is very good at making game plans. And he's very familiar with Washington and their personnel. Um, their offense was largely similar to you know when Spagnola was in the NFC East as it is now. He knows McNabb. Um, so I, I think he really knows what the players in that team have to give. Um, I know it's a new coaching staff, but I think he's very, uh, I think he knows what he can do to get to them. So I, I think it's That's going to keep them in this game. I think it's going to be a close game and you know, maybe Bradford will make some plays and pull it out. So I'm taking St. Louis. Ballsy. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know if that reasoning has any merit to it whatsoever, but it'd be interesting to find out. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's always good when you preface something by saying it's irrational. Now here's my reasoning. Well, hey, man, so, so far I've got St. Louis and Detroit, so, uh, yeah, looking good so far, right? Hey, you look great. Uh, next... next game, Philadelphia, who just made headlines a couple hours ago. Yeah. At the Jacksonville Jaguars, who turned the ball over about 700 times last week. Yes. One of my coups, by the way, before we get into Philadelphia-Jacksonville, everybody went after these big fantasy defenses. You know, the first ones that come off the bat, the, the board were like the Jets and the Ravens, and that's fine. They have merit. I just looked at the schedule. Mm-hmm. San Diego's first six games are all against shitty teams. Well, that's because they have a lot of shitty teams in their division. So San Diego played Jacksonville last week at home, and I think they got like six turnovers. They scored me like 20 points. Mm-hmm. But in, they don't play a team with a decent offense until week seven. They play New England. Yep. So for you fantasy owners out there, always look at the schedule for your defenses when you're drafting. That's true. Philly uh, at Jacksonville, the Mike Vick dog-beating led Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I believe it's dog-raping. It could be dog-fighting, beating, raping, killing, maiming. It's kind of interesting. Everyone seemed to forgot about this stuff. It's like last year passed, and you don't even hear anything about it anymore. Everyone's like, oh, Mike Vick, good, should he play? You know what I mean? Everyone was such an uproar last year about whether he should come back, whether whether any team would embrace him or want him to play for their city. And now no one talks about it. Zero. That's why in all these situations, too, it's blown out of proportion too much, like the tall Tiger Woods thing. Once he play, If he plays well at the Ryder Cup uh, next week, nobody will even remember when the season starts next year that the golf season starts next year that he had problems. Once you win, once you play well, it all goes away. And Vic played well. Yep. Um, so 
I get, before we talk about the lines, Vic was always a streaky player. Always streaky. Yep. In Atlanta, he would go through hot streaks, and everybody would be like, oh, Michael Vick's finally developing. Because he always had a very low completion percentage, or he'd tend to make bad decisions. He played six quarters. Two against a Green Bay team that didn't prepare for him, and four against a Detroit team that has a suspect defense. Yeah. And he was he was great. He was great in those six quarters. But now, all the pressure here, uh, they're really... You know, as Jim Fossil would say, he's pushed, they're pushing all their chips to the center of the table here because this is an embarrassment to the Eagles organization that they they traded McNabb and they gave Cobb, what, 17 minutes? Basically. And, and now they're switching to Vic? I mean, yeah, Vic was playing well, and it looks like they're going with the guy that's going to give them the best chance to win, or at least as far as it seems. But I believe Cobb is in a contract year. Uh, it's either this year or next year. Yeah, they may have extended him, but if you're Kevin Cobb, Donovan McNabb was finally traded, and all of a sudden you're sitting there, and now you just got replaced due to injury? I thought you can't lose your job due to injury. That's what Andy Reid said. Well, Andy Reid said Monday. That's why, you know, I was listening to to some radio around here, you know, coming home, and, um, basically, it's, but it, it's, it makes a good point. It, you know, if you think Andy Reid's running this show, I mean, it's not. There was a lot of front office with their, you know, uh, you know, with their hands in the pot here, um, making this decision. You know, I, I don't know for what reason or not, but I don't think there's any way Andy Reid says before the game on Sunday and then yesterday in the evening that Cobb is his starter emphatically multiple times and then comes the next day and says it's not without someone else making that decision. Right. Nothing has changed since Sunday. Vic has not played another game. Yeah, well, I, you and know. And he watched those two games. He knows how well Vic played, but he came out and said Cobb's a starter. So I totally agree with you. Something is fishy here. Well, I'm going to, you know what it is, Brian? This is my theory, all right? I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real now, all right? I'm going to get real. All, all right. right. Uh, I'm going to talk about race. I'm going to talk about race. Oh, he's keeping it real. Yeah. I think Deshaun Jackson, maybe Jeremy Macklin, it's probably Deshaun Jackson, though, went to the front office and said, you have to start Vic. You have to start Bick. He's he's my boy. He is, you know, he's running around. The, I'm serious. I'm totally serious. I know. I can still laugh when you're serious. Running around, running around the pocket back there. He's winging the ball up there. He's so much better than Cobb. You know, you know, once Cobb wasn't getting him the ball, basically in the preseason and the beginning of that first game, he's going with his boy. I, I'm serious. And you know what? The Eagles were like. Crap, Deshaun Jackson's our best player. We can't upset Deshaun Jackson. And I, I think, not just him, but I think a lot of the locker room, the players, said we want Mike Vick. And you know what? I think a lot of that is probably racial. And maybe I'm wrong, but I, I really think that's the case. I, well, I, you don't want you don't want to risk losing the team. And I agree with you. I think a lot of them are, are saying, listen, we played well with this guy. But I don't think well, that's I think their, I don't now. think that's, I think that's what they're saying. But I think, I don't think that's the full reasoning. But I don't think they want this hick from Texas as their quarterback. Some of those guys, I really don't. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being cynical. That's I think that's a fair opinion. But I think the one thing that we learned out of this, and you should always take with you, is don't trust Mormons or draft Kevin Cobb in the second round at the end. <laughs> They're polygamists. Yep. 
they will marry multiple women, and they will lie straight to your face about who's going to be the quarterback. And somehow manage to have sleep apnea while awake and talking. Remember how many times I said they weren't going to trade Donovan McNabb? Well, guess what? They traded him within the division because they're scumbags. Anyway, yeah, I mean, Philadelphia. Bad, by the way, I'm sorry. How bad does that look? They oh, traded Donovan terrible. McNabb because Cobb, Cobb was their guy, and now That's... they're starting somebody else. And now they're starting Mike Vick, who I believe they play the Eagles next week. Yes. Yep. So the Eagles play the Redskins. Yep. McNabb versus Vic. This is going to be fantastic. He killed lots of puppies. They're in, uh, I believe they're it, uh, they're in Philadelphia as well. Because there's there's that whole situation, and I think this is the last thing we'll say about this that they drafted Cobb, and McNabb was pissed. Yeah. Okay, but he shut his mouth and he helped the kid. But then he was the one that said, "Bring in Mike Vick." I want to put, he put his arm around him. He said, I'm going to help him integrate yep. himself back into society. And now Vic's the one that ended up taking his job when he's, he's left town. Oh man. I like Washington in that game next week. I don't care what the spread is, <laughs> but this week, Philadelphia at Jacksonville, what do you guess for the spread? Um, well, we, we, we kind of talked about 10 minutes ago. Jacksonville was just terrible. Um, they're at home, but it's not really much of a home field advantage. It'll probably get blacked out. I know of at least two people at my work that are going to the game. We're Philly fans. They just got tickets. Um, and I think Philadelphia's going to be favored. I don't think it's going to be by a lot. Um, so I'm going to put it at two for Philly. Yeah, I said Philly's going to be favored also. I just think there's no confidence in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm going to say Philly's favored by three. Okay. All right, and you hit the winner finally today. Got one on, on the button on your own on the button, Brian. There we go on the button. You know your dog killers. Thank Good you. Job. That's three points, uh, Philly favorite. Um, and who do you like for the game? I really, really like Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think Jacksonville is the team that turned it over a lot like they did last week. Uh, I think Garrard is going to be a lot more careful with the ball this week. I think they're really going to pound Jones Drew. And I think all this craziness with the Eagles, I just think it's a little bit too much that's going to happen this week. I don't trust Vic. I trust Vic to make two unbelievable plays during the game. But I don't trust him to be the quarterback of this team, at least not yet. Um, There's a lot of pressure on him now. They're saying, you're our guy. Uh, Even though we were saying Cobb, 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 Cobb. You played so well in the last six quarters that we gave up our whole organizational plan to put you in as our starter. I think there's a lot of pressure on his back, and I don't think they're going to play well. I think Jacksonville's going to uh, potentially win this game. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Philadelphia just because I, uh, I I think they're still kind of riding that high, and I, I just think that they're a better team than Jacksonville. and I think they're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. Now... The one, my one concern is kind of like yours, but I, it's kind of the opposite. I, I don't, I'm not worried about the, the pressure being on Vic. I, I'm worried about him becoming lackadaisical. The guy has been working for the past year and a half to get back in the good graces of people, to get a job in the NFL, to work hard, gain back that you know trust, whatever you want to call it. And I think now that he's, he's there. there, not the now that he's there. 
He's going to be like, what up, my bitches? I'm a freaking starting quarterback in the NFL now. I'm serious. He's going to be he's gonna be the shit again. So you expect him to get arrested for dogfighting? I don't know about that. But I'm saying, I'm saying he's been doing and saying all the right things. He's been the backup quarterback. He's been trying to get everyone's good graces. And now that he's the quarterback and everyone yeah. loves him, I really think I, – I know I don't think it's going to materialize as much this week. But I agree with you. I could see them starting to fall apart in the next yeah, couple. Yeah, you know, because he, he has said all the right things, but he slips it in there sometimes. Like, if I would have played from the beginning, I feel like we could have won. That's what he said week one. Yeah, okay. and, then he, and then he qualified the statement. So I think you're right. You might see a little bit more bravado from him. Uh, I, I you might see him start to morph, not into the bad person that was dogfighting, but the person that was arrogant and, yeah. and overconfident. And make I agree. Too, trying to make too many plays. And I'm not sure that's going to maybe happen this week, but I think – you know, he might try too hard in the next game against Washington at home, mm-hmm. and he, he'll go from there. So yeah. I'm going to take Philly, though, for this game. All right. All right. Well, let's travel to Arizona. Oh, uh, that was way too much time talking about Philadelphia. That's all right. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about the, the Phillies eventually in another podcast. But I hope not. Uh, Oakland traveling to Arizona. Arizona's home opener, one of those teams that started, uh, like the Ravens, two weeks in a row on the road. Uh, both one and one. I guess I'm going first here on this line. Uh, yeah. Home opener. I think Arizona's a better team. I know Arizona's a better team, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, they'll have fan support. And I think that they're good enough to beat an Oakland team by about a touchdown. So I'm going to put this line at Arizona by six. All right. Um, I agree with you at home. They're a little more comfortable. Um, I, I, I don't know, though. I, I think Oakland has – I still think they, they're they not as bad as they were last year. People kind of have them bracketed. Either they're going to be just as shitty as they were last year or they're going to be a sleeper 7-9 team. And, and I think they're somewhere in the middle. I, I think you can see them maybe getting five wins this year. Um, that being said – I think Arizona is obviously going to be the favorite here at home, but I don't think it's going to be quite as big. I, I put it four and a half. I didn't really know where to put this. I, I didn't think it was going to be just your standard even team's home field advantage because I think Arizona is better. So I gave them an, an extra point and a half at, at home to, for, to be four and a half. And the actual line is four for Arizona. Arizona by four. So it, it's a little lower than you thought. How, how do you feel about that? Uh, I feel like I'm going to take Arizona. <laughs> and if I hadn't already decided on my best bet of the week, I would have taken. <laughs> I would take them as best. But I just think that they're at home. Uh, I don't think Oakland's very good. They don't travel well, even though it's a short trip. Uh, I mean, he, here's the, the only reason I'm a little hesitant is because Bruce Gradkowski is terrible. But for some reason, the Raiders play okay when he's the quarterback. Yeah. And if he's starting this week, I don't know. It's because he he's a little mobile and. You know, he, he keeps the passes short, and he makes a couple plays. Hayward Bay even caught a couple balls last week, which means that they had to be placed perfectly if he caught them. Uh, so, uh, But I'm still going to go with Arizona. I think the Raiders could be a little bit frisky in this game, but uh, I, I think the Cardinals will, will win this game. Yeah, I mean, Greg House, he, uh, you know, he he has shown flashes. Uh, you know, he, he almost beat um, vaunted uh, quarterback Donorlovsky in the – uh, mighty key car care ball uh, for representing the Toledo Mud Hens. But putting that aside, I agree with you. I, I they think are not the Mud Hens. <laughs> I think that's, that's the, the minor, minor league team. I know, I know. 
<laughs> forget what they are. Toledo something, whatever. Cyclones like or something? Rockets. I think they're the rocks, some kind of rocket. Oh, yeah, they might be the rockets. Or I think you're right about that, actually. That's oh, a... goodness, the mud hens. I don't know what's worse, that we knew that was that was a minor league team or the fact that you knew the rockets. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think Arizona's going to win this game, and I think they're going to also cover the four points at home. All right, what's next? Next, we got San Diego at Seattle. By the way, it is the Rockets. I was correct. It is the RX. Good job. Okay. Uh, it's an NFC West, uh, I want to say grudge match, but more of a... Except one team's in the AFC. Uh, well, that, that, that that's why it's not. <laughs> that's why I was about to qualify myself. Uh, All right. It's, it's late. Um, <laughs> I know which team is in the AFC. Does that count? Well, Seattle used to be in the AFC, if that makes you that, feel That's what I was thinking. Um, anyway... Since it's an inter inter uh, conference game, who do you have? I was going to pick it regardless of whether it was an inter conference game, but actually, I think I have to pick this line first, so I'm going to take it anyway. All right, uh, go for it. All right, um, I I don't know. I, I I think Seattle and home. That's expert analysis there. I I, I, don't, I don't know. know. All right, screw you. <laughs> Seattle's at home. Uh, Seattle. I kind of give Seattle's home field advantage. I really feel like Vegas kind of gives them a little bump in that. So I almost give them an extra half point to a point at home. And I don't San Diego beat a bad Jackson team last Jacksonville team last year. Seattle played at well at home. They beat the Niners who have showed they can be pretty good. So I put Seattle at three for this game, actually. Seattle favored? Yeah, I know. I know. I put Seattle favored. All right. I think you're going to be way off. Yeah? Uh, I, I know Seattle's a tough place to play. I even wrote that down. And that's why I don't have the line as high as I thought it was going to be. Okay. They don't seem to get any respect in Vegas. Uh, they got pounded last week by Denver, who I don't think is a very good team. So they're clearly a Jekyll and Hyde type of team. They play a lot better at home. than They're going to play a lot better at home than they will on the road. Uh, most of the team is young except for the quarterback, so they're going to be inconsistent. But the quarterback is inconsistent. I yep. think San Diego is a little bit more of a brand name. They win the AFC West every year. Uh, not a far trip for them to go up to Seattle. Mm. I think they're going to be favored, and I think it's going to be a five and a half. All right. Well, the line is actually San Diego by five and a half. So congratulations, Brian. I hate you. Um, yeah, once I picked that line and then I saw it, I was like, yeah, you're a freaking idiot, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was just, uh, that, I, I don't know, man. I, I should have looked, like you said, it, it really in the Seattle line last week and, and how much Vegas hates them. It just, just, no, Listen, I, I think Seattle can win this game because of how well they played at home week one Yeah, and how poorly the chargers played on the road at a hostile crowd week one in Kansas city. Mm-hmm. And it does tend to rain in Seattle on occasion. So, yes, there's a helicopter outside my window. Oh, okay. I couldn't freaking tell what was going on. I, I hear it very Were clearly. Were you turning the air raid sirens at your apartment? <laughs> I didn't know where it was coming from. I... All right. San Diego, five and a half. Oof. I don't like this game. I don't like it at all. Nope. It stinks. Oh. It stinks like shit. Uh, well, there you go. We've. You're really using that uh that explicit tag today. Yeah. If I have to pick this game, which I think I do. Oh, uh, you do. I'm required by law. I'm 
going to take Seattle at home. All right. I think that's a lot of points for a team that plays well at home uh, that's looking for a bounce back. San Diego's inconsistent in the beginning of the season, played poorly at Kansas City. Uh, but this is a stay-away game for me. I don't like this game at all, but I'm going to take Seattle plus five because I've only taken two underdogs this week so far. So <laughs> It's yeah. kind of like a multiple-choice test for me. I haven't picked C in a while. <laughs> uh, it's actually really sad how much that happens. Yep. Uh, I'm taking Seattle, too, actually. Um, I really like them at home, and I, I think Hasselbeck's you know, playing decently. Um, I don't know. Something about Philip Rivers just scares me. I, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan Matthews is a little banged up. I know Talbot ran the ball well, but just something about this. I guess it possibly it's the points too, but I, I think Seattle's going to win this game. I, I really do. I, I don't think they'll just cover. I think they're going to win it outright. All right. Uh, next we have Indianapolis at Denver. Whew, interesting game, and I believe I have the honors – in this one. Tee off, my man. Yes, I'm, trust me, I'm putting the tee in there. I'm teeing it up high, too. Um, Indianapolis came off impressive performance against a retarded Giants team. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows just how, if you, if you don't have any doubt that Peyton Manning is the best quarterback in the league, uh, that performance there just shows you how he can pick apart a uh, something that resembles a defense. Might be the best coach in the league. Yes. He'll never be able to be a coach because he can't go out there and throw the ball too much. Yeah, he'll demand too much out of his quarterback. Yeah, um, I, I, I think obviously Indianapolis is going to be favored here. Uh, Denver played well at home, so I don't think it's going to be a huge line. But uh, I, I think Indianapolis is going to be favored by six. Yeah, I think Indianapolis is going to be favored. I'm going to go a little higher. I think everybody's going to be like, all right, Indianapolis is back. Uh, I'm not worried about Denver. I'm a little worried about the couple point Tebow bump, but I'm going to ignore it this week. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say Indianapolis by eight and a half. Okay. The line is uh, actually six. Ding, 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 mother effer. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, lo- I love how I love how surprised you are when I actually get a line correct. And it's not no, I'm, I'm not I, surprised no. that you no, got it correct. I'm I know. surprised it's a line. Exactly, which means you're surprised that I got it correct. Ipso facto. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because you thought that's you thought you're, you're so surprised that's off and I just happened to get it right, which shows you how off I usually am. Yeah. Very low line here. So uh, who are you going to take to take this game? Indy. Indy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's less than a touchdown. Um, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, you know, I, I, still think, think, I still don't think Denver's very good. I don't either. And, you know, uh, you know Kyle Orton has played well. But I, I think a little um, – I think Denver might be, be a little distracted this week. I mean, um, you know, someone uh, – I, I don't know who mentioned it. But oh, they do have the motivating factor this week. I, I didn't even think of that. Well, I wouldn't say motivating factor. It's, well, you know, the emotion. Exactly. I mean, uh, someone mentioned, I forget who was it. They've really been hit hard with deaths in like the past five years. Yeah, three three or four guys, right? Yeah, yeah. The Darren Williams and uh, the Nash guy. Um, you know, I I don't know. I don't think that's going to play a huge part in this game. But I, I think it just kind of, I don't know. I think Indianapolis is going to win this game. 
uh, by more touchdown. I'm taking it. I agree. Okay. Uh, what you got for the Sunday nighter? Great game. Uh, Jets at Dolphins. Really excited to watch this. Uh, not excited to guess this line. Oh. Uh, I'm afraid the Jets might have a little bump higher than what they should be. But this is a road game. It's a night game against a division rival who's 2-0, and mm-hmm. who's healthier than the Jets. Yes. And for some reason, I, I'm worried about this line because all the talk of from Miami's last game is about Minnesota losing. Nobody's mentioning the fact that Miami won that game. Okay, Minnesota didn't lose it. Miami won it. Uh, yeah, I think... I mean... uh, and nobody, nobody's talking about it, so... Uh, but I'm still going to put Miami favored. I think they have to be 2-0. and Inconsistency from the Jets. Uh, I'm going to put it just under a field goal. I'm going to say the Dolphins are favored by 2.5. All right. Uh, well, you just ended my hopes of getting a tie for this week because right now it's seven, uh, nine to seven with two. Uh, we both got, we both tied two of them. But anyway, I, I put the exact same line as you, two and a half, uh, for Miami. I, like you said, they're two and zero. Oh. Um, I know they beat two teams that are kind of suspect. Well, Buffalo sucks, but Minnesota's a bit suspect right now. Um, but yeah, I, they're at home. It's it's a it's an interdivision game, correct? Right, right. Interdivision game, we're good. That is correct, sir. All right, just making sure. And uh, and therefore, you know, those lines usually are pretty close if the teams are both pretty good. So I'm gonna say Miami two and a half. And the actual line is Miami by one and a half. All right, a little closer. I think um, that's acceptable. Yeah, it, that's interesting. It's it's. I mean, Miami being at home is basically a pick 'em here. Um, I. I picked Miami uh, actually last week, not in this pool because I'm an idiot, but on my other picks I did. And, and I like them again this week. Um, Sanchez on the road. I, I know they were in New England. I mean, they were, I know they were, they were home last week, but he's – I don't know. I'd like to see him put together two solid starts. I, I think last week was a bit of an aberration. Um, you also have Braylon Edwards is going to be out. I'm assuming he's going to be suspended maybe. Maybe the team's uh, got to suspend him, right? Right now, it's not. The latest news I say uh, he's dressing Sunday for sure, oh. it, unless he's suspended by the NFL. But he's not starting, and Rex Ryan hasn't said how long he's going to hold him out. But if he's dressing him, I'm assuming he's going to play him at some point because you're not going to waste an yeah, active roster spot on somebody that hasn't played. By the way, you know the whole irony of this is there's a program promoted by Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets. Oh yeah, to get NFL drive players. Home. Yeah, so they, it's paid for to drive home, to get a ride home. So what a jackass! But yeah, well, did you did you see? I I, I did. I retweeted a uh, Jets beat reporter. I don't know if you look at Twitter right lately. I have not seen but it yet. Yeah, the, uh, the DA said uh, they asked. Uh, I guess Braylon was uh, asking for uh, them to do field sobriety tests on him. Oh, I did see that. And, 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 and they're like, we don't do that in New York. He's like, well, they do it in Michigan. So obviously he's been pulled over before. <laughs> oh. We should get people to follow us on Twitter, by the way. We'll start the next podcast letting everybody know what our, our Twitter names Oh, Oh, the two of us, yes. Yes. We don't have a joint one anymore. Thank God. No. But it would be witty if people they could see your comments. Yeah, very. Uh, so you like Miami in this game, huh? I do like Miami. I, I think that they are gonna. Uh, I don't know. I I like Miami at home. I like Chad Henney. I think he's consistent, if not spe- you know, not spectacular, but he's consistent. And I think they're gonna beat the Jets. 
Man, I don't think anybody's going to score in this game, but I'm going to take Miami, too, uh, although I'm not confident in it. I just think with Edwards out, at least for part of this game, I don't think Sanchez can have anywhere to throw. Miami's defense was incredible on the road last week against Minnesota. Yeah, um, You can say what you want about Minnesota's offense right now, but they still have a lot of talent. So uh, I like Miami. I think they're opportunistic, and I think they're going to shut down the Jets. I think this is another one of those 13-10 games. Whoever turns it over less wins this game, and I think that the Dolphins are less likely to turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that leads us to our last game of the week, another enticing Monday night matchup. Uh, 2-0, and pair of 2-0 and teams here. The Green Bay Packers traveling to Chicago uh, to face the Bears. This was the most difficult line for me to pick this week. Yeah, uh, I agree. I could be off on this. The team, I could be off. I could. I just. I don't know. I I really had no idea. Um, I I decided. I kind of looked at this a bit like last Monday night's game. Um, I, kind of a generally a heavy favorite, New Orleans against. Uh, kind of up-and-coming team at home, you know, San Francisco. Um, Chicago obviously won their first two games in pretty decent fashion, though they did just squeak one out against Detroit. So I, I put this game at the same. I put it at six. Um, Green Bay had a big line last week. I think people really like them a lot. So I, I think they get a little bump there. I, I know Chicago is kind of a, um, a traditionally a, a home team that, that that's, gets respect, but I think it's going to be six. I don't think it's going to be quite a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going to go a lot lower. I almost I was all leaning towards maybe favoring Chicago in this game. They're 2-0. and Green Bay's defense hasn't been spectacular. Uh, the Eagles scored a lot of points on them, and mm-hmm. last week is kind of a wash because Buffalo's terrible. Um, Chicago's a tough place to play. Monday night game, reinvigorated fan base, confident Jay Cutler. Should be able to throw against a, a depleted secondary. Yep. But I still think that there's this there's a a lean towards Green Bay that they're a bandwagon team they're a favorite this year. Uh, but I'm putting it very very low. I'm making it Green Bay by one. Uh, I think this to me this game is a virtual pick'em. Uh, but I, I like Green Bay as a very slight favorite. Okay. Um, it's actually. Green Bay by three. So I get that one. You do get that one, unfortunately. <laughs> we both uh, we were pretty close. We we're completely completely different on that. So so how do you actually feel about the game? Since you know we were a bit, you know, we had different different opinions of where the line should actually be. You know, I, I I'm going to take Chicago. I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. The defense is playing really really well. And I still don't trust Aaron Rodgers on the road against a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want him to prove to me that he's going to play well, play composed uh, against a, a good Chicago defense that's healthy for now. They might not be in a couple of weeks. But I think Cutler had his best game probably ever last week. And if you watch that game, the first he could have lost it because in the first three series, he was on his ass. Yeah. Uh, Dallas was getting in. He lost his left tackle. They blitzed the crap out of him. And I feel like old Jay Cutler would have been throwing his helmet and eating Mr. Goodbars on the sidelines and and throwing fits. But he kept his composure and he played a terrific game against a good Dallas defense on the road. So I think I like Chicago in this game getting the three points. Um, I'm going to take Green Bay here. Um, 
I like them as a. Um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty high on them right now. I'd like to see Chicago do it for a third week in a row. Um, I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Cutler, and I'd like to see how he handles it. Um, Dallas didn't do that quite well, and like we said before, the Lions, uh, the Lions' defense is a bit suspect. So I'd like to see how he deals with the pressure that Green Bay might put on him. So we'll see what happens. I, I could see him turn the ball over a couple times here. I know we keep saying he hasn't done it yet, but you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong. I'm going to take Green Bay uh, uh, with the points, given the points, right. I should say. All right. Well, to let everybody know, we have five differences. Uh, right. So I think that's going to be more of the standard. We had eight the first two weeks, so I think you're going to see more like this. You're starting to get to know teams, see what they're going to be like, get a better feel. So I think we'll yep. have less differences uh, as the weeks go on. So uh, real quick, give our favorite of the week and our underdog of the week. Uh, I'll start. Uh, my favorite of the week is Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, only two and a half points. Uh, favorite of Tampa Bay. I think they'll be embarrassed if they lose to Tampa Bay. I don't care that they're two and zero. Their defense is too good to let Tampa Bay score. Uh, and as long as Charlie Batch doesn't think he's good, you know, just hand the ball off to Mendenhall, <laughs> throw some short passes to Heinz Ward and Heath Miller, stay out of trouble. You'll win this game. It might be ugly. It might be thirteen to three, but they're going to win this game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually taking a road favorite as well. But I'm, I'm going to take Philadelphia um, at Jacksonville plus uh, minus three here. Um, I, it's just Jacksonville's shown me nothing. And I, I really think Philly is going to – I think they're going to win this game pretty easily. I think the uh, – you know, Mike Vick coming back in, I think, like I said, I think the players really, really want him to be their starter. And I think they're going to be invigorated before they – maybe get a little too full of themselves this week. So I think they're going to win that game. Um, I guess I should give my underdog pick first then. And I'm going to be taking St. Louis at home uh, plus three and a half. Uh, I really really think they're going to win this game. I know. I know. I know. I hope you're right. I I do too, for my sake. Um, But there's something about this game with Washington that, kind of rubs me the wrong way. So I'm going to take St. Louis. Whew. I didn't take a lot of underdogs this week. I only took three. Yep. Four. I only took four underdogs this week. Uh, and a couple of them were in stay-away games. I have Seattle's an underdog. That was a stay-away game for me. Kansas City's an underdog's a stay-away game for me. Uh, I'm going to take, as much as it pains me, I'm going to take the Cowboys. All right. I think yep. the Texans are, are a little overconfident. I don't, and I think Dallas is going to have a lot of fans at that game, and I don't think there's any way they can afford to lose this game. So I'm going to take Dallas getting the three points in Houston. All right. Well, that was quite the uh, the spirited conversation there. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that we found interesting. Uh, a lot of storylines starting to materialize. Um, so it should be interesting to see if we can get uh, some more of our mutual picks in line with how they actually turn out this time because lately it hasn't been quite that good. So yeah, yeah. hopefully we have bounced back be- weeks. Hopefully the giants have a bounce back week and hopefully I don't have uh, Vietnam esque flashbacks when I see Vince young on the field. Yeah. Oh gosh. Ugh. Is he technically, could you say the Heisman sort of winner now? No, Reggie Bush is the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, we know. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, that was uh, the week NFL Week 3 podcast from NY Balls. Um, we appreciate you listening. And, and please, please comment. Uh, you can get our email at the beginning of any of our podcasts. 
we'd love to hear from you and uh, hopefully we can get some more of our listeners involved because we know you're out there um so yeah look forward to another great week of football uh for brian schwartz this is andrew Swart. have a good night Sexy.